and welcome to Soundscape Vietnam, a podcast highlighting the music makers and influencers from the north to the south. My name is Jeremy, and I'm your host. Joining me today is Honey Love, a Filipino singer and live streamer. Live streamer, sorry. <laughs> Honey Love, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. I hope everyone is doing fine, especially nowadays. Like everyone is very challenged with this pandemic. So yeah. yeah so uh, both of us live in Ho Chi Minh City, and for anyone out there who, who doesn't know, we've been in hard lockdown for almost two months, and then like softer lockdown for more than that. So uh, we can finally go outside now, and that's and that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, I, I hope so. Like until this is the final, this is the last, um, you know, like lockdown for us in here in Vietnam. Right. It's it's not easy. Fingers crossed. Last <laughs> yes. last one. <laughs> um, so you're from the Philippines. That's right. What was life like growing up there? Well, actually, in the Philippines, it's not much difference from vietnam mm. uh, number one we are asian and we, there are some like the places um kind of similar the the cultures some of the cultures are kind of similar so it's not really difficult for me to adjust when i decided to move here with my family uh, yeah. okay and, and which city are you from i'm in in the philippines yeah, yeah. i'm from cebu yeah i'm from cebu philippines okay i i've heard of cebu um I haven't been to the Philippines yet. I would like to. Uh, that's a big city, right? Or de yeah. decent size? Um, I think it's a decent size. The thing about Philippines is that we are composed of a lot of islands. Right. So it's not it's not like Vietnam that you can um, travel through land in every area, you know. Um, in the Philippines, you can travel. It's either um, by boat or by airplane if you want to go to a different island. So, yeah. And also that explains why the Philippines have a lot of languages. Like, as far as I know, maybe about 700 or more Ooh. languages in the Philippines. Yeah, because it's like one island have one language. And even in Cebu, one island, different language sometimes. Wow, that's, yeah. that's, am it's that's interesting. amazing. Yeah. Uh, and how many do you speak? I speak three. Uh, mainly Cebuano or Bisaya, that's my dialect, mm -hmm. um, Filipino because that is our national language, and English. Okay. Because it's like the secondary requirement mm -hmm. when you live in the Philippines, you need to speak English, something like that. Well, I guess it, if you, there are 700 different languages, then English can help tie that all together. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> like if you go to the the island next door and, and you have no idea what they're saying, then you can try English. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, we, we have two options like Filipino or Tagalog known as Tagalog, mm. the, 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 the language in Manila. So that's Tagalog or Filipino. So that's what we can use whenever we go somewhere and they don't speak Cebuano. So we can speak to them in Tagalog or Filipino, but sometimes, uh, because I'm from Cebu and I don't know with the others, but what I noticed is Fili uh, Cebu, Cebuanos, I'm not really confident with speaking Tagalog or Filipino. Mm. So we speak English uh. <laughs> most of the time. Okay. Just yeah. Because I, fi I find myself so like, this is, this is so weird. I sound so weird whenever I speak Tagalog. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In interesting. So a little language lesson for us. Um, and it, how, how, did, how did you end up in Vietnam? Um, my friends, um, they, they work here for so long. And at first they invited us to travel in here and they said like, you know what? You can try it here and maybe you, you will like to live here because this is much better than Philippines when it comes to the cost of living, the opportunities and something like that. So we went here together with my family. So I'm with my husband and my daughter. So we have one kid okay. and we, we like it here. So, and fortunately we got, um, employers as well. They hired us. So, um, we decided to move here. So we've been here for like almost, almost five years now. Okay, nice. Yeah. And how old is your daughter? Um, she's nine years old. Nine years old. And, and how does how does she like living here? Um, not much adjustment for her because she's homeschooled, so um, she doesn't really need to go out or go to school or in a in a Vietnamese school or international school. So she kind of study here in our home. Oh, okay, so you, you teach her. Yes. Okay. That's great. Um, I, I think that homeschooling is especially good when you have like an international family living. That's right. Somewhere different kind of makes it easier for, for uh, what you want them to learn. So that's good. That's true. Uh, what are some of the things that you would say you love about living here in Vietnam? Um, first of all, the food is very, um, affordable. I'd say affordable because if you really will cook like, like me, like my family, we like to cook. Mm. So it's going to be easier for us to buy these ingredients at a lower price compared to if we live in the Philippines, because now it's kind of crazy, the price in there. And, or if if we decide to move somewhere, for example, New Zealand or Canada or Australia, so it, it costs a lot, you know? So I think here, number one is the food and the culture. The Vietnamese culture is amazing as well. I like how hospitable they are, no matter who you are, no matter if, uh, regardless of the language barrier, even though you're just doing actions, but somehow you got to understand each other. So that's what I admire most. And they are very genuine to us, like even me. I don't really speak Vietnamese. I've been living here for so long, but I don't speak Vietnamese. So that's all. But they're, the thing. Right, but but they're, yeah, I mean, I, I've been here also five years, um, and my Vietnamese is not very good. But right. you're right You're right that people are still very nice and yeah. uh, will we'll try to make the connection even if the language isn't there. That's true. Which is really cool. Um, so now I want to ask you about music. How long have you been singing? I've been singing since, uh, well, I've been singing since I was, since I was a kid, but professionally, mm. like I work in a band. Um, I started 2013, 2013. Or, or yeah, 2013. So I started like professionally in Cebu for like six years. Mm. And then we moved here 2017. So from 2017 till present, I'm working as a freelance singer in Vietnam and now live streamer. So, yeah. And 
have you wanted to be a professional singer for a long time or is is it something that you decided on like right before you started actually yeah i that that is actually my passion and that's where i'm happy the most and i i think i can do other things you know but but regardless of how busy i am i always get back to my singing i always make way i can sing and i always make way i get to sing in a crowd in like live audience or like doing it professionally because that's that's what my heart wants and so mm. now actually i work as a teacher in the morning and i sing at night and same thing in the philippines um because when being a singer or when being in a band it's not really like you're getting reliable income or um, job security things like that and i have my i have mm -hmm. my daughter i have my family so mm -hmm. it's not like oh you know you only live once do this and that no we can't do that anymore right so i got to think um wisely if i want this if i want to pursue my music so i can do things two things at the same time so that's what i did yeah yeah and, and i think that's a, a common story um not just here, but probably all around the world uh, yeah. that people work different jobs and, um, but their, their passion is, is one thing that doesn't necessarily always pay the bills, even though, True, we, even right. though we want it to. Um, I know. <laughs> um, so you, you've been singing your whole life. Who are some of your influences? Like when, I, you, when you were younger and then, and then maybe now. So I, I actually have a different kind of voice, but I, in the Philippines growing up, I thought like you are, we have this um, mindset, not like nowadays. So what, during my time when I was young, we have this mindset that if you cannot sing Celine Dion, if you cannot sing Whitney Houston, you're not a singer. Mm. Okay. So if you can't reach those notes, regardless of the quality, you know, even mm. though you're just screaming, so you're not a singer. <laughs> That's how they think before. Mm. But I always, growing up, I li always listened to um, Celine Dion, to Mariah Carey, to the divas like Whitney Houston. So they are my most, I think, my my music influencers and um, a lot of artists, actually, a lot of artists. Okay, so um, very powerful women with ballad songs Aretha Franklin that's right <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah yeah and I mean those are great people to uh, try to model your performing and and singing after because they're like top of the top right yeah but moving here I have to be flexible but like when I when I work in a band I need to be flexible because you know you cannot do ballad on a pop song, you know, it, it will sound mm. weird. So you need to be flexible with what you can do. So which means I have to learn different genres at the same time. Um, so I can do a lot of songs, not mm. very limited. Yeah. And that that's a nice lead into my next question, because I, I want to ask you um, to compare performing in the Philippines versus performing in Vietnam. Are there some differences that, that you notice? Um, yeah, I would say yes, because in the Philippines, 
especially if you're from Cebu.、Uh, I don't know why, but they have this mindset: if you're from Cebu, you're a great artist. But that's what I heard in 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 general, like in the Philippines. Like if you're if you're from Cebu, you're a great singer. So like the pressure is on like us as an artist, you know,、mm. and.、Uh, Um, yeah, but I I like I really love Filipino crowd. Like no, like I do my gigs sometimes. I don't even, I don't even. I mean, we sometimes the pay is too low, but we don't mind because the crowd there is amazing. Like it's really amazing. So I'd say it's really different from here because there you can sit down. And just sing as long as they know the song. Well, most people knows the song, you know, and they get to jam. Like the the Filipino, they are very,、um, very, I don't know, very high energy, and they really like music so much, and they have very wide、um, knowledge of music. So that's the good thing about Filipinos. Now, when I moved to Vietnam, I realized、um, when you're singing. In here, you need to you need to be a performer. And when you, when you say performer, you have to stand up, you have to entertain people, you have to you cannot sit down, you cannot even dress、yeah. up like just a simple guy. You know, you you need to do effort, or else you look like、um, just going to the market. So <laughs> whenever I have show, I get pressured like, what will I wear? What will I do my, with my hair? With my makeup? Yeah, because sometimes the management will require you like, hey, what about your hair? What about your makeup and th- things like that?、Mm. So yeah, so it, it's really different. It, it's it's more of a a full package kind of thing. Yes, in the in Vietnam or even in other countries aside from the Philippines,、mm. um, they require you to be full package. Like you're an entertainer, so you should entertain us as much as possible. Like you're not just there singing, because we're here to be entertained. You know,、so、right? It it made me like really really adjust so much. Right, I can imagine that that would be difficult at first, but、uh, it's probably very valuable to your career. Overall, exactly. I've learned a lot in here, so that's why Vietnam will always be in my heart.、Um, mm. It made me realize a lot of things, and I've learned a lot of things as well. Going out of my comfort zone. Right, right. That always helps people、yes. grow. I think when performing, and so when when you are performing here in Vietnam, what are some of the things that motivate you the most? Um. Number one,、uh, the musicians that I will be working with, because、mm. uh, I I used to work with. Well, I have worked with the locals.、Um, I know a lot. Well, a lot of musicians, local musicians in here, and we work together most of the time.、Um, I also work with、um, Filipinos and other nationalities. So they are the number one requirement that I need to think about. Like, okay, how do I work with this person? How do I? What kind of songs are we gonna do with this? You know, with this band and things like that.、Mm. And do you do you find it、uh, difficult to work with people from different backgrounds? Or I I think that here it's it's a very international community. So so do you do you notice like. Someone being from a different country, having a different life experience when working together musically.、Um, according to my experience, it's not really that much because we get to meet 
at a certain point like these are the songs that we we will be doing like if you're a musician in vietnam like if you're doing gigs around the area you yeah. already know what kind of songs the audience wants to hear mm. what kind of songs they feel like oh this is boring oh this is a good stuff this is not good you're not good you're not good because they don't know the song sometimes they, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that yeah right. so um but but not much maybe because i i don't really Like I go there to work, of course, colleagues, right? We we talk, but but not much. So mm. only a few musicians that I know very well, like my friends, you know. But not much. Like if if I've seen you, like we if we work for like once or twice, and because I'm not really a chatty person, mm. <laughs> you know, I have my own world sometimes. Yeah. So, so that's that's the thing. It's very professional. Yes, it's yeah. very professional. Okay. Uh, do you have any particular places that you've performed in that you really like? Any particular um, venues? Yes, I I used to work in Catwalk. Um, it's in what hotel? In District One. Mm -hmm. Are Are you familiar with Catwalk? It's like a, ca a casino bar. Yeah. In District One. Yeah. I forgot I, what hotel it, is that. Uh, is that New World Hotel? Yes, New World Hotel. So yeah. in that place, I work with Filipinos, um, musician, and and most of them are Cebuanos as well. So we talk in the same language and we get to, say, to have the same vibe. So when we rock in there, um, we get to agree on a specific songs and we just enjoy. And mm. if the band enjoys, um, it will reflect to the people and they will enjoy as well the music. And that's the most important thing you'll be united and you give the quality entertainment sure it when when you yourself are enjoying it it comes across yeah. to the audience um that's yeah, right so i've seen several filipino bands perform here in saigon before like at at restaurants and and bars and i just wonder what why are there so many filipinos doing music in other countries like is there Is there a reason for that? Because I, I feel like you, you said earlier that Filipinos have a really good knowledge and like ability for music, right? That's so, right. So is that is that why you guys are in so, so many different places singing and, and performing? I think so. Because um, in the Philippines, there are a lot of artists in there. So the opportunities are very limited because entertainment is not really the number one priority in everywhere you know mm. like it always comes the last so when it comes to budget oh this is the maximum that we can give you guys and you cannot even put a you know put a standard rate on your band because nobody will get you mm. so that's just that so great like most Filipinos would prefer get going abroad or maybe work in a cruise ship or other country um, to pursue the singing career because um, even even like singing contests it's not really reliable maybe you win but how many gigs do you have maybe next year you don't have gigs anymore you know it's it's not really reliable so right. that's the challenge in there okay yeah I've been, I've been wondering about that for a long time because I that's something that I noticed like Filipinos are, are definitely spread out um performing around the world so thank you for answering my my, cur <laughs> my curiosity 
<laughs> no worries. And what are the crowd reactions usually like when you perform? Do you, do you think that there's a difference between like the Vietnamese audience and then maybe other foreigners? Mm, because if I sing somewhere um, and with my band, with the musicians I'm working with, mm. I always customize my, like, when I go to my gig, right, I have my set of songs already. But it depends on the kind of place. If that's our first time, then we, we, ha we should have something um, ready, like our go-to songs. But if we, if we already know the crowd, like, okay, this is a restaurant, and most people come here, like, maybe... 50s or oldies or something like this 40s so we we have to choose songs from their era you know and if they're these people are like um millennials so we have to do some more pop new songs so we have to adjust according to the crowd so i think with the reaction um we that is very particular for as the band like especially me as a singer, I always look at the, the crowd's face. Like, oh, um, are they sleepy with the song? Do they feel like dancing already? Something like that. Because sometimes if you started dancing all set, like on your first set, and then they are not yet drunk, and then they will just, you're so noisy. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> we got that before because the management was like, okay, you, you guys should play fast songs, blah, 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 blah. But then these people are not yet drunk. Guys, you're so noisy. Shut up. Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> what? So we try to slow down a bit. And then later on, they are already like tipsy and drunk. Okay, let's party. So that's the time that we have to change the, the beat, the beat right. of the music. Right. Adjust on the drinking schedule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, do you have any funny stories or experiences from doing gigs in Vietnam? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, here's the story. Um, I'm working with my friend. I was referred by my friend, also a Filipino singer here mm. in Vietnam. Her name is Sheila. And we work with together with a Vietnamese band. So this gig, this gig was from this band, from the Vietnamese band. So they were just looking for singers because that's very common in here. So mm. the two of us, we were talking like, okay, what are we going to, what are we going to wear guys? Because we need to wear something the same. Every time we have weddings or events, we have to at least somehow have the same color, you know? And then they would say, and it's like December, I think it's December. And they were like, okay, um, red because it's December, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. So we were expecting, oh, okay, this is cool. This is amazing. Christmas party. Okay. So we were, we went there wearing red and with a Santa costume, Santa hat. And then we arrived at the destination. Yeah. And we went to the inside the event area and we were surprised. It's a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wedding. I was like, oh, what? no. Yeah, and we did not expect that because, like, Vietnamese people were like, okay, you need to learn this, guys. And all of these songs are Christmas songs. We mm. were very Santa Santa and Christmassy thingy, the two of us, like the stairs. And we were just, oh, my gosh, what is this? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> we were, like, out of place. And then everyone was like, oh, okay. They were really shocked when we arrived. We are all red and we are very Santa. Mm, so you, you were you were in the Christmas spirit, but they were not. Exactly, exactly. And the songs, <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bell, yeah. And it's a wedding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. I 
I would I would feel so embarrassed if that were me. Exactly. <laughs> I I I I was thinking like, why did I accept this gig? <laughs> Can I just disappear? <laughs> Yeah, but we just have fun, and after that we run, and then we change <laughs> after the set. <laughs> like, okay, we don't know you guys. We don't know you. That that wasn't us. I just look kind of like that exactly. person. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> have you performed at, at many other weddings? Uh, yeah, uh, we do when everything is back, like you know, way back when everything is normal. Yeah, uh, yeah. we we do aside from our regular gigs that is in. Sometimes in hotel, in bars, in restaurants. Uh, we also do events like weddings, um, birthdays, um, corporate events, mm. um, proposal. I think, yeah, something like that. A proposal. Mm, yeah, like so, if so, someone proposed. So and the guy was to... like on his knees, and then yes. you just came out of nowhere, like singing something so we were like we were like just there um singing and then the girl was there and then the guy came and then proposed to that girl but it was set up by the guy okay did she say yes do you remember yes <laughs> okay yes <laughs> because i'm gonna cry if she's not <laughs> yeah for, yeah for real i think that would be bad luck if you were performing during a reject <laughs> yeah. rejected proposal <laughs> yeah exactly blame on me <laughs> yeah I, I've I've been to a lot of uh, Vietnamese weddings, um, and and sometimes they have a band, but I haven't been to one with a with a singer yet. Uh, mm. do, do you guys do Hotel California? Yeah, it's kind <laughs> it's kind of one of the national anthem in here right. actually, <laughs> and also one of the the songs, the go to songs for the band. If you know, you know how chill for that as a singer how chill it is the song and you just you just have to enjoy the music you know it's mm -hmm. all about instrumental the guitar and everything so if our set is almost done oh we have a few more minutes left okay hotel california <laughs> <laughs> that's our go-to so we finish on time <laughs> yeah it, it's it's it really is like a national anthem you, yeah you, you nailed it yeah um i I don't know why I've been wondering that. Exactly. For... <laughs> but but you know, like that's also one of the most expensive songs because if you are doing it right, great, and they are in the mood and they are drunk. Okay, tip. Here we go. Oh <laughs> yeah. <are> going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, but the the guitar player is very important. Has to nail that solo. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or, or mm -hmm. else it's just with like, a swag. No. With a yeah. swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't just stand there and do it. You gotta, exactly. You got to <laughs> move a bit, right? Um, so now I want to talk about what you have pivoted to during this pandemic lockdown time. So you're doing live streaming. Um, yes. Can you tell me how you got started into that? And then um, a little bit about like the schedule and, and what you do exactly? Okay, so I was introduced by my friend in Cebu, and he was like, okay, you should try this. Even just try. I mean, I, I think you will like it because you have the personality, um, you have the voice, and you can, I know you can do it. So I tried to, to have, to download this app. It's called Sessions Live. So it is a music-only live streaming platform with, with global artists and global audience. Um, yeah. 
So I was invited in there and I tried it. And uh, fortunately, I got the gig. I got I got accepted and uh, I I need to schedule my, my shows every now and then. So my regular schedule now is every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 p.m. Philippines, no, 6 p.m. Vietnam time um, until 9 p.m. or 10 or it depends if, you know, there are a lot of people. But yeah, it's an it's an amazing crowd in there as well. I, I like it there compared to other platforms because there are a lot of live streaming platforms nowadays. But I'm more comfortable in Sessions Live because it's just pure music. Right, right. So the audience, they yeah. they know what they're getting, that it's just going to be music, not... Exactly. Not, not something, something else. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because yeah, I, I tried also. I tried um uh I tried this particular app because I'm curious and I was also invited by one of my friends because she's streaming in there. Mm. But it's not really as good as number one, the quality is not good. Number two, a lot of people are streaming in there and it's not just singing. So sometimes people will go will go to your stream and they don't understand. Like if you're if you're still talking and maybe they want chat or maybe they want, you know, something else. Right. But oh my gosh, no guys, I'm just singing. <laughs> yeah. It's just just music. Yeah. Just music. Just music. Chill out. <laughs> uh well that that's good. Um I I think that uh fortunately there are there are platforms that uh musicians can utilize when they can't go out and do gigs. That's um, right. And is there anything about live streaming that you like more than doing a in-person gig? Um, of course, we love live audience. But the thing about live streaming is you get to be yourself. So you don't need to alter your songs according to what the management wants you to do. You don't have to... Um, you don't have to please people because these people that comes to your stream, they like you because of your music and your personality. And they already know that because I've been able to build my own community in there somehow because I've been streaming there in Sessions Live for more than a year now. So I do have, they call it fans, but I call them friends. So for me, it's, it's, if you come to my stream, you know what to expect. Like, I don't have to adjust my personality because of you, because you don't mm. like it, you know? Like, if you don't like it, okay, go. You can go to other artists, something like that. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I love the most because you can be genuine and you can be yourself with live streaming. But, of course, we, we always miss the amazing crowd, the stage, everything that you can make you hype up in, like, in, in normal gigs. Right. The the energy is very different. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It, and I imagine with, with live streaming, sometimes you have to kind of pump yourself up. Mm -hmm. That's true. To, and to with also with, with the good thing about Sessions Live, like right now, they also have, aside from regular streaming, like the things that I do regularly in my stream, they also have what they call showcase. So it's like a music festival. And mm. they also have it by theme. So, for example, um, tomorrow will be my acoustic showcase. So everything that I'll play there should be acoustic. And I have 20 minutes for my slot. And so with the other artists as well. So okay, it's amazing cool. and challenging as well. Yeah. So there's some collaboration also. 
Um, for my special show tomorrow, yes, I've picked some friends that will do the guitar because I can't play. Um, did the mm. guitar for me, but um, when it comes to the, the arrangement and everything, it's gonna be me. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Very cool. And do you think that you'll continue doing singing live streaming when everything is like fully open again in I'd Saigon say, and other cities? Yeah. Well, I'd say yes, because when during the first lockdown, I already did streaming and I continued streaming still, um, even though I'm back to work, I'm bar back to my gigs. I just have to limit my days, actually. So I have to stick to my Tuesday, Thursday and nothing else because I'm too busy, you know. Right. Okay. Um, so looking ahead to the future, what are some of your goals as an artist and performer? Um, I really wanted to do my own song, like... I wish I can have my own music, my own song, but I, unfortunately, again, I cannot play any instruments. I don't know how to, I, I just know how to sing, <laughs> but, but my husband can, can write and can play, but he's still learning when it comes to making music. So we're, we're cooking something right now. Um, but maybe soon I will be able to put up our, our songs. Um, because right now it's kind of personal to us very privately like we have to deal and we get to argue because he likes it i don't like it so i think it's a long process yeah for the both of us you know right. and we live in the same house like come on right okay so original music yes um and, and is, is there anything else that you'd like to do as far as um gigs go or or performing mm. Um, I'm very open to more opportunities, even wherever in Vietnam or even outside Vietnam. Because mm. one of my friends actually offered New Zealand. So I think that's an option. Okay. So going to live in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great country. So yeah, uh, that, True. that would be good. Um, and if, if you could give any advice to a young singer, particularly like a young singer or performer in Asia, what would you tell them? I would advise for you to appreciate your, your tone, appreciate your voice, appreciate your talent. Don't compare yourself to others because you have to love yourself first before others will appreciate you. And that's what make you, that's what makes you a, a genuine artist. Like um, they can feel it, like the, your music from your heart. And also you have to know, well, you have to be open-minded even though you don't like this genre of music, but you need to learn at least one or two songs from that genre because in the future you'll be, you'll thank yourself for that because that's, that's what I experience. I don't like rock music, but unfortunately I have to learn it. So now I'm loving it already and even country music. So you just have to ex keep on exploring um, genres of music and in the future you'll be flexible and you, you'll never know. You already can sing songs from different genres and yeah i think that's it that's great advice 
Although Thank that you. that hurt me a little bit, what you just said. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in I'm in a rock band, so. <laughs> no, it's because of my voice. My voice is so not suitable for rock music, and sure. I was told like you know like because they were giving me like this artist, this artist, this artist, and I was like, okay, I can't do that kind of voice because I don't have that voice, and I cannot mm. strain my voice, you know, so. I was like, okay, I'm going to choose songs that I like or I can do, like the voice. So now I'm learning like Joe and Jets and these artists and that. So now I'm loving rock. Don't worry. I love rock already. <laughs> that was okay. before. Pass is past. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Gro growing to new genres. Yes. Um, That's right. So the, the last thing, do you want to give any shout outs to anyone or, or about any projects you've got going on? We, we talked about the live streaming and I'm going to link all of that stuff for you, but is there anyone that you want to give a shout out? Yes, I just wanted to say hi and shout out to my family in the Philippines, um, to my mom, to my dad, and to everyone that is in there. I hope you guys will take care and stay safe always. To my friends all over the world, thank you guys. Shout out to Epic Music Family, to Enrico Sapphire, to Mira Hada, to Harry Kay, to B Archer, and everyone. Thank you so much for the support, guys. Uh, you, you had that ready. You, yes, you, you I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I just realized that. Oh, <laughs> if, if if someone asked me to do a shout out, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what to say. It'd be like, uh, my dad. Uh... <laughs> oh, I think I got used to it because um, uh, that's what I do if I have like as like like special showcase or special shows. So we only have twenty minutes, yeah, mm -hmm. and then we have to thank everything in less than one minute. I'm so fast. Right, so just bam, 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 bam. Yeah, bam, yeah, bam. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. my brain is automatic now. <laughs> That's good. Well, thank you for joining today. It was a pleasure talking to you. So nice to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. Uh, so there we have it. Thank you again, Honey Love, for joining the show. And thank you, everyone out there, for listening. Um, check the description to find more information about Honey Love's live streams and shows. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. So this has been episode four of Soundscape Vietnam. Signing off, my name is Jeremy, and I hope everyone has a great day. Peace.